Take off your pants. Unleash your true self. Real unicorns don't wear pants. It gets to be easy. I want you to say that fucking statement out loud real quick. Like, say it out loud. I know you might feel like a crazy person, but that's okay. Just say it out loud. It gets to be easy. Do you feel like that's true? Like, when you, like, say it out loud, does it sound like the truth? Does it resonate like the truth? You know, the truth just fucking sounds different, right? Like, does it feel true when you say it? If not, ask yourself what that's really about right? Why don't I believe this is true? Why don't I believe that it gets to be easy? Why does it have to be so fucking hard? This is such a common belief pattern that is quite honestly pretty pretty challenging to fucking break, right? It's pretty challenging to break this concept of we work hard for our money um, or the more you suffer, the more it shows you really motherfucking care. Things like that that delineate work ethic where we're saying like, yeah, I work really hard and that's really valuable. We assign value to things being hard. We don't want things to be easy because we say things like, I took the easy way out, right? Um, or that we just don't believe that things could be easy for us because we don't deserve things to be easy. We need it to be hard because we learn the hard way, right? Um, the easy button is for, for fucking weak people. And that's the belief pattern that's been instilled in us over and over and over again um, by corporate right? By corporate developments, because they want us to work for our weekend. They want us to work for our paychecks. They want us to believe that we need to keep showing up every single fucking day to work harder and harder and harder to make them richer and richer and richer while we make the same amount of fucking money, right? I've always had such a hard time with the concept of working at an hourly rate. Um, I mean, ever since I was a little kid, I was like, this is fucking bullshit, right? Like, no matter, you mean no matter how hard I work, you mean no matter how much productivity I create, you mean no matter how how many of these little doohickeys I put together and put on the fucking assembly line, I'm still going to make the same amount of money? Well, then what's the incentive? Like, why the fuck should you work hard because you're going to get paid the same amount? And this comes from like group projects, right? Like remember being in like fucking seventh grade and you're like, you have to do a fucking group project. And you get in there and like there's four other kids with you and like everyone's kind of fighting over what everyone doesn't want to do. And you have to take the grade that comes for the fucking group, even if you did all the work or even if you did none of the fucking work. The injustice behind that whole concept of group programs or group group programs, right? You see my language pattern just fall right in there. Group projects is it's awful. It's decentivizing, decentivizing. I think that's a word. <laughs> De-incentivizing. There we go. De-incentivizing to be in a space where no matter how hard you work, you make the same amount of money, you get the same fucking result. And if you work really, really hard, the person next to you also gets the same result um, for doing fucking nothing. Like that's some motherfucking bullshit, right? Like that piece of injustice to me, like stuck so hard when I was a little fucking kid that it was really hard for me to break out of any sort of concept of working with other people. I don't like to work with other people because I'm a workhorse. I like to work. I like to get things done. Like I'm, I'm a fucking badass that way, right? I'm going to take the project over and you know, people will call that being bossy. Um, when you're a girl, that's called bossy. When you're a boy, that means that you're showing potential, <laughs> right? We don't call boys bossy. Um, we call them leaders. It's some motherfucking 
bullshit. This, this transference of masculine and feminine energy leads to a really interesting layer in the sales process. Because I was talking to Liz, my wonderful support coach this week, and we were talking about this concept of easy, of it gets to be easy, of attracting clients with ease, right? And this language pattern that we're using that doesn't always resonate with people because they don't really believe in ease. So do you believe that things can be easy? Do you believe that it's a good thing that things are easy? Um, do you believe that things can be easy for you? Do you deserve easiness in your life? Or do you make shit harder on yourself than it really motherfucking needs to be to prove yourself, to prove that you're worthy, to prove that you're deserving? Um, maybe even to punish yourself because you deserve to have the hard thing happen, right? We have so many of these different patterns that we develop as we're growing up that as we're stepping into entrepreneurship, sometimes it's really hard to let go of that. It's hard to shift. It's hard to flip that one over um, and really change the way we think and feel about ourselves in that concept. So if you're thinking about like sales gets to be easy or building your funnel gets to be easy, writing the emails gets to be easy, like uh, your relationship gets to be easy. Parenting gets to be easy. Like insert anything here and say it's something that you're a little bit challenged with. When you say it out loud, do you believe it to be true, right? Because the fact of the matter is that it is true. Parenting is easy for some people. Uh, running businesses is easy for some people. Uh, writing emails, really motherfucking easy for some people. Uh, client attraction, very easy for some fucking people, right? So why is it easy for some people and hard for others? Well, I mean, arguably first, the skill set, right? Um, some people have a higher level of skill. They have more experience. So it's easier to ride a bike when you've ridden a bike before, right? But also we take into consideration things that we call like natural talent. Some people just have it easier. They're taller. So basketball just seems to come more naturally to them, right? Um, some people are born with gymnast body. So it just is easier. You're just more flexible. Your hips are just more flexible. So it's easier for you to do splits, right? That's genetic. So we think about these things of like genetic, um, nurture versus nature, but really ease is a mindset, right? I mean, that's really what it's about is that if you really love something, it presents as easy, even if it's not, even if it is really challenging for you, the fact that you love it trumps the concept that it's hard. And so it gets to be even easier and easier because you fall in love with the process of doing it in the execution patterns. The other thing that kind of plays into this is like what we're talking about in attraction marketing land is the concept of people reaching out right? So I don't do cold outreach in my business, right? Like I don't send DMs. I don't have setters that are like attacking you in my group, but you know, I don't, I don't do any of that fucking shit. Um, one, because it's just not what I fucking coach and it's not in my program. So I don't do things that are not in my programs, right? Um, two, I don't fucking like it. Um, I don't like that style because it's a lot more work. Uh, it's a lot work for more work for my team. It's a lot more work for me. It's a lot more work for the prospects that close, um, because they aren't quote unquote ready. Now I want you to understand that ready is not a feeling ready is absolutely a decision. And it's a decision that we make when we're going to do something, even though we still have doubt, even though we don't know what's going to happen, even though we still feel a little bit scared, we're going to do it anyway. That is a decision. I am ready, whether you are or not ready or not. Here I come, bitches, right? Ready is a decision that you make. It's not something that you wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm ready. No, like you wake up one day and you ask yourself a question. Do I want this result? And you say yes. And you say, well, how bad do you want the result? With all of my heart and soul and say, okay, well, are you still kind of scared of doing the work? Yes. Okay. But are you going to do it anyway? Yes. Okay. 
that's what ready is. Ready is a decision to do something even though you're scared, even though you don't know what's going to happen, even if you're not sure. It's a decision to take action, right? And so that comes in the form of reaching out. If you're ready to get results, then you reach out to somebody and you say, hey, you know what? (laughs) I'm really ready to lose those 10 pounds. So I know it's going to be hard. I know that I'm not going to be able to fucking just eat cookies all day and lose 10 pounds. I'm willing to do the work and I know you have the results and I know you're willing to teach me. So I'm ready. Take my money. Let's go. When people are in that state of mind that they've already made the decision that they are committed to the results, those are the best clients because those clients get the best fucking results right from the get because they're committed, they believe they've already made the motherfucking decision. But if I'm knocking on your fucking door and I'm sending you a cold DM and I'm like, um, hey, what are you struggling with? Then I have to work you through your pain, work you down into the fucking bottom pits of despair of the, of the, deepest, darkest parts of you so that you hit rock bottom, hope that you hope, hopefully find hope down there so that you want to come back up and then get into that place of the catalyst of readiness, right? And that's a long time for a lot of people, especially in what I coach in client attraction, which is really not just about getting clients. It's about making money. It's about be creating a real business. It's about believing in yourself every single motherfucking day. Like a lot of people are not ready to do those things. But when people reach out to me in the DMs and they're like, Nicole, I've been watching your content. I I don't think I understand everything, but I get a little bit of it. And I know that I want this result, but I'm just still not sure that I can do it, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm, I'm ready. Like, can we talk about your program? Those people are great to work with, even if they have challenging personalities, even if they're a little bit lost, even if they don't know exactly what they fucking sell yet or exactly how to get there, that's okay. Because what they have is will. They have will and determination because they've decided that they're ready. So I only really like to work with people who are in that state of mind, in the catalyst, because hello, there's 9 billion people on the fucking face of the planet. There's fucking 2 billion of them on Facebook. Like I don't have to focus on the people who are still in their pain. I can allow myself to focus on people who are in the catalyst and serve hundreds of clients right now who are absolutely in the mindset, ready for results. Those are my clients. That's the catalyst mindset. That's how we market to the catalyst and set ourselves up to get clients now, but also be of best service. I don't best serve people in their pain. I best serve people in their catalyst, right? And so I know this. So I developed my entire marketing system step-by-step, all of the pieces to appeal to this very specific set of circumstances. And what I realized in doing this, because market research, right, is that There's a struggle that happens inside of people to reach out and ask for help. Um, And I'm very familiar with that (laughs) because I don't really like to accept help. So I sat down and I asked myself, what is this really about? Like, why do I not like want support? (laughs) Right. Even sometimes when I pay for it, like I pay for a coach and then I don't ask questions or I or I like get into that state of like, I'll figure it out myself. Like, I'll go watch all the trainings and I'll figure it out. I'll bang my head against the wall. It's fine. Like, I don't really want support. Um, I'll do it. I'll do myself like like a three year old putting my shoes on. Right. I do it myself. I'll tie my own shoes. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. I don't need you. And that resistance. Right. So we kind of started going around and round, unpacking this, untangling these concepts together, me and my support coach, Liz. And it came down to this concept of ease. 
Is it easy? Does it get to be easy? Do I deserve things to be easy? What does easy really mean to me? And like being in that space, I was like, oh, this is this is big because you know what easy means to me? Easy means slutty, right? I think back to high school. I think back that if I reached out for what I wanted, dude, right? Okay. I reached out to dude that I wanted. What happened? All the other girls called me a fucking slut right? If you tell a boy that you want to fuck him or date him or fucking take him to pizza, right? If you reach out to a guy, you're a slut because you're easy. If you sleep with a guy before he asks you fucking 17 times and you don't deny him and if you sleep with him, then you're a slut, right? So easy equals slutty in my fucking brain. And I was like, oh my God, right? Mind blown is that I have this misnomer that's been programmed in there over and over and over again, that if I'm easy, I'm a slut. And let's follow the logic line down here a little bit further, right? And so what happens if I'm a slut? Well, if I'm a slut, I'm being labeled, right? And I don't feel good. So I'm being kicked out of the herd. I'm not being accepted by the women. So now the women have ostracized me. But also the storyline continues that if you sleep with a boy too early, what happens? Something about a milk and cow and whatever. If you buy the milk and get the cow, I can't remember the fucking saying. You guys know I'm terrible at that. Okay. But there's something to do with this concept that if you sleep with them before a certain amount of magically destined time, then he's not going to be your boyfriend. He's just going to fuck you and leave you, right? He's going to use you. So not only is easy slutty, but easy is also getting used. And I'm like, okay, I can fucking see that, right? So now I think back to those dudes that I did reach out to and that I did fuck, right? Um, and before the fucking, before I was supposed to, before the third date or whatever the fucking rules are, right? I didn't follow the rules. And what happened? Those dudes left me right? Those dudes left me. Oh, and here we are right back at motherfucking abandonment. <laughs> Everything, all roads lead to Rome, right? Like in my world, all roads lead to fucking abandonment, that core distressing motherfucking emotion. And so I'm following these logic jumps and here we are, the quantum leap. Easy equals abandoned. If it's easy, then the the, boob, the boy will leave me. I won't get what I want and I'll be all alone because the women will have left me too. And so I don't want things to be easy. I want them to be hard because if they're hard, then I earned them. And if I earned them, they're mine and I get to keep them and they can't leave me because I'll pack them up in a little cage and I'll keep them there forever, right? <laughs> so this concept comes in is that when we start to understand our linguistic patterns and where they come from and what these word associations really mean, we get better at identifying our trigger points. We get better at getting into our core distressing emotions. We get better at soothing them. And when we do that, we can allow ourselves to make massive fucking shifts that lead to these quantum fucking leaps to be able to allow things to be easy so that you can make money with ease so that you don't have to continue to believe something that you started believing when you were 15 years old and your brain wasn't fully formed yet. <laughs> right? So I can go back and I can do these kind of meditations that really allow me to step back into my past self to re-identify this word around ease and show my past self why this simply isn't true. And I'll tell you the biggest proof in the motherfucking pudding right now, bitches, because I have it in my little golden butthole hands. I have Daniel. Okay. And so once upon a time, right? 
I met Daniel on Hinge, a dating app, um, and I immediately was my true self because I was in a mood that day. I was in a mood where I was like, fuck this, dude. I'm so fucking sick of dudes. I'm so sick of playing the fucking game. I'm tired of pretending. I'm tired of acting like a fucking normal girl. This shit is so fucking boring. Like, I cannot do one more motherfucking day of it. And ding, Daniel is the person that reaches out to me, right? And so he says to me on the fucking message, he says, what happened, Nicole? We used to be so close. <laughs> What a banger of a fucking opening line, right? Which spurred into a beautiful fucking conversation of just talking about all sorts of left field weird things that were un like unbelievably strange. Um because they were me. Like it was what I was really thinking and feeling at the time. And it was just refreshing um, to talk to somebody and not have to like censor or ask the questions that I'm supposed to ask or be the way that I'm supposed to be in the box. And I was like, just in a mood where I was like, I'm just going to be my fucking self. I don't give a fuck what this dude thinks. And ironically enough, <laughs> that's what did the trick, bitches. That's what did it. Because three days later, we went to dinner and we had this amazing first date that was just, I mean, just layer after layer of incredible like idiosyncrasies and like the universe motherfucking aligning all of the things and i slept with that motherfucker on first date even though i know i'm not supposed to i did it anyways you want to know why because i wanted to because i desired it because i was ready for the result i wanted it and i took it because i stepped into that masculine energy and said you know what the world is my motherfucking oyster the reality that I have in my head is mine. And I'm not going to let some fucking high school bitch fucking story stop me from doing whatever the fuck I want to do. And this is what I want to do. And so I did. <laughs> and he did too. And now it's amazing, right? Three years later, full of fucking just amazing, blissful fucking relationships that of course has its ups and downs, but not really. <laughs> not really. It has amazing ups and some like normal medium parts. <laughs> That's all. Why? Because I figured out what I wanted and I stepped into the frequency of what I desired by harnessing my masculine energy. And that ability to reach out, to ask for what I wanted was what got me what I wanted. Would you fucking believe it? <laughs> and so in that context, if you're ready for change, if you're ready for results, the burden is on you. Not the coach, not the person selling the thing. People shouldn't have to come to my fucking door and knock on it and be like, hey, do you need a lawnmower today? Hey, did you buy any bread at the store today? Hey, um, do you need some milk? Do you need a new broom? Do you need more shampoo? Like, fuck that, right? Like, I should be able to recognize those things in my own motherfucking life, that my lawn needs to be mowed, um, that I want to eat some bread, that I need some fucking more shampoo because my hair is a fucking train wreck, right? I should be able to recognize my own motherfucking needs and then ask for what I want. But the reason that I can't or couldn't, right? Because the shift has already happened. The reason that I couldn't do that was because I was associating this concept of asking for what I want with abandonment, right? Is that if I ask for what I want, then I'm a slut. I'm too easy right? I'm not worthy. The guy's going to leave you anyways, because if you'd give him what he wants on the first date, he'll be gone, right? Which is insinuating that you're worthless and then that he's worthless. And that may not be the motherfucking case, right? Can you leave room for the fact that it, the good thing could motherfucking happen? I can. And I did. And when I did, I got amazing motherfucking results. And the layers of this continue because with the last coach that I just, I purchased, um, I don't know, it's been just over a month now. Um, 
this wasn't a situation where like he reached out to me in the DMs and said, Nicole, what are you struggling with? Like, first of all, I'm not struggling. Fuck you. Right. He didn't do those things. He just was in his own lane doing his own fucking thing. And I watched his content and I felt a feeling when I did. And then I watched a little bit more and then I watched a little bit more. And then curiosity comes over and knocks you upside the head. And I clicked on the funnel and I was like, hmm, I just wanted to know if he did his own sales calls. I was just interested in that. Right. So I followed the fucking I followed the funnel, did the things right and ended up on sales call with him. And before I had gotten onto the call, I already knew that this was exactly what I wanted because all of the things were aligning with what my desire was in hiring this coach is I wanted that real connection. I wanted to work with somebody that was going to help me in the mindset elevation piece to help me to unpack my feelings and do all the things, right? And so in order for that to be effective for me, because I do know myself, was that I needed a measure of trust, right? Like, I need to feel like this was real, that I wasn't going to just be a fucking number in his fucking program. And you know what? I got on that call and I told him that. I didn't pretend. I didn't fucking play coy and be the demure little girl that you're supposed to be. No, I just told this motherfucker exactly what I wanted and exactly what I didn't fucking want. And you know what? It's been a beautiful experience. You want to know why? Because I chose clarity. I created clarity. I made a decision. I chose ready. I invested myself. I took motherfucking action. I told this motherfucker exactly what I wanted, what I didn't want. And wouldn't you know, I got it. (laughs) Weird, right? We're taught not to say what we want because if we say what we want, we're sluts. If we do what we want, we want we're easy sluts, right? Who don't deserve love and support and solidity. And that is some motherfucking bullshit. So rewire that shit for yourself. If you're the kind of person that's been in that mindset for whatever motherfucking reason, whatever story happened for you, I want you to consider this. How is this ser- this story currently serving you? And how is this story current living you, uh, limiting you? The ability that you to say like, I can't ask for what I want directly. If I if I ask for what I directly, X Y Z will happen. Fill in the sentence. If I ask for what I want directly, then blah blah blah. Fill in the sentence to find that fear pattern of what is holding you back from specifically asking for what you fucking want. And I don't just mean of like random dudes at the grocery store, right? <laughs> but I mean. For the universe, what do you want in your life? This inability to decide what we want isn't because we're women and because we're just wishy-washy brains. That's not what it is. It's because we've been conditioned to believe that if we tell people what we want, then we are easy sluts. Can you fucking see that? When I saw that thing come together, I was like, oh, shit, right? It makes so much fucking sense. And once it started to make sense, I could create neutrality around it. And I could see how that served me. I could see how that motherfucking limited me. And then I could get into that clarity piece where I could choose. Do I want to continue to run this story in my life? And I do not. I ask for what I want. Um, I get what I want. I get to create that belief that wanting something doesn't make me a slut. I won't be abandoned because I want something. And being able to come up with all of the pieces of evidence in my life that proves that to not be true and focusing on those is what allows me to shift into a different energetic frequency to allow ease, to believe that it can be easy, to believe that I deserve it to be easy, 
to believe that I still get to continue to enjoy solidity even when it's easy. And you know how that translates to the sales process is that sometimes I feel like launches have to be hard in order for them to work. If I'm not struggling, if I'm not striving, if I'm not banging my head against the fucking wall, screaming and crying in the shower, then it's not going to work because I work hard for my money, right? But now I can allow that to shift because it gets to be easy because I deserve ease and I can soothe that abandonment piece, that fear of being left, that fear that if I don't work hard, I'm not really showing how much I really care, right? That it gets to be easy. I don't have to bang my head against the wall. I don't have to fucking bleed in order to get what I want. I can allow myself to have what I want simply because I'm worthy of it. I'm deserving of it. And I really genuinely believe that. And the more that I believe it a little bit more each day, right? The more I step into that frequency and the more ease I can allow into my life at all sorts of different levels. And that is a massive motherfucking shift, a massive fucking result. And you can make these same kind of shifts in your life if that's what you want, right? If that's what you want. But allow yourself to start exploring the concept. What do I want? When nobody else is around, when no one else can hear you, what do I want? Ask yourself that question every motherfucking day and start coming up with little tiny answers and then start giving yourself what the fuck you want. You want you want a fucking ice cream cone? Go get a fucking ice cream cone. You want to get a pedicure? Go get a motherfucking pedicure, right? You want to go for a walk? Do it without those conditions of like, oh, but I guess I need to ask somebody else if it's okay. Like, it's your life, bitch. It's your life. And it's one less day every day, right? It's your life. What do you want? Do the things that you want to do. Because we're not getting motherfucking younger, right? That's not happening. We're not getting motherfucking younger, right? You don't need to deny yourself anything. You don't have to deny yourself the things that you desire for fear of the judgment that people will put on you if you tell people what you truly motherfucking want. And in fact, when you do and you start voicing what you want and you start reaching out for it and you start positively reinforcing yourself for taking action to get what you want, something incredible happens. You get what the fuck you want. It's amazing. Step into that motherfucking frequency. Because remember, real unicorns don't wear pants. And real unicorns are not easy sluts. We're just bitches that like to fuck. What the fuck is wrong with that? For more trouble, go to realunicornsdon'twearpants.com. Hit that subscribe button. And remember, hashtag fuck pants. <laughs>